Hi, this is Miss Saputo, and I will be reading chapters 15, 16, and 17 from the Adventures of the South Pole Pig. Chapter 15. Flora woke up the next morning with a terrible headache, but also a change of heart. She staggered to her feet. Enough, said a loud out, she said out loud. Sophia had been wrong when she had said pigs were like frogs. Pigs did have weapons, but what were they? Flora paced weakly back and forth. The chain around her neck clanked against the boards at every step. No answer came into her head. Flora rang her tongue over her teeth. They were great for chewing leftover scrambled eggs and watermelon rinds, but they didn't feel like weapons, and her hooves weren't sharp enough to put a hole through a paper bag unless it was wet. The door opened. Good morning, delicious. Amos dropped the food into her bowl and ran his hands over Flora's ribs. How is Amos's little sausage? Spit flew from his mouth with every word, and then he was gone. Flora fixed her gaze on the dark corners as she wearily moved over her bowl. She didn't take a bite. Slither, click. She could hear tails sliding and toenails tapping just out of sight. Then a slow tide of hissing rats flowed forward in a half circle in front of her. Flora realized she was more than five times as big as the largest one. None of them even came up to her chin. That gave her some confidence, but not much. She wanted to stamp her feet, but she was afraid her trembling knees would collapse. She tried to calm her beating heart. In the center of the mass, the rat king stepped forward. He opened his mouth impossibly wide, like an enormous yawn, and then brought his teeth together in a large snap. In the next instant, Flora was attacked. She swung her head, sending a couple of rats tumbling, but it didn't stop the crush of fur and teeth. Some jumped on her back, while others went at her underbelly with sharp bites. She came down hard on her front feet, trying to stomp a hairless tail or two, but the rats were too fast. Flora scrambled backwards, and as soon as she moved away from the bowl, the rats called off their attack and scurried to get their share of slops. Flora looked down at her shoulders. They were covered with scratches and drops of blood. She felt dazed. Nothing had prepared her for an enemy so fearsome. Flora recalled Luna's attacks on the barn rat, what would Luna do with a whole thieving bunch of ship rats? Well, she wouldn't give up, that's for sure. I won't give up either, Flora thought, trying to find the courage to believe the words. I can't give up. They're eating my only food. Over the next few days, Flora had to be satisfied with a small victory that kept her from starving. When Big Amos came down with her food, she found she could eat four bites by swallowing without chewing before he clomped away. By stamping her feet, she could usually keep the rats at bay and grab one more bite before the entire crew gathered. They were brave only in large group. She also knew that when she backed up quickly, they would leave her alone. But all of this meant she still got to eat. Yet Flora was determined not to give up on her dream. She continued to pull her box back and forth to improve her strength and sometimes she practiced going a little crazy prancing on her hind legs shaking her head and snorting all the while she would whisper to herself don't give up the training always tuckered her out 
which was just as well. It was easier for her to drift off to sleep at the end of the day. One night, curled up tight to stay warm, she saw two stairs appear in the blackness. In her hazy half-sleep, she didn't question how stars could come down from the sky and shine in the hold of a ship. She just watched the tiny glimmers of light and remembered that night on the dock, the two stars twinkled and then they blinked. Flora sat up and grunted, her chain clinking softly. Stairs didn't blink. She waited. The pairs of lights developed a furry face around them. Cat attack, said the face. Sophia, squealed Flora, you changed your mind. You came with us. Chapter 16. Shanghai, Sophia yelled. Kidnapped, stolen, forced to come aboard against my free will. Join the club. But Flora was so excited, she couldn't keep her front feet still. Cats don't join. Sophia glanced over her shoulder. Never mind. Something was different about her, Flora thought. Sophia had lost weight. She looked less confident. Are you all right? She asked. You look thin. So do you, and definitely hairier. Flora looked down. Her hair had always been softer than the other pig's hair on the farm, but now it was growing thicker, covering her body in a coat of white that could almost be called fur. Sophia picked up a paw and winced. There was a cut on it. The worst thing about being on this tub is they expect you to work for your supper. I was tucked into a nice warm corner in the kitchen until the cook saw something hiding in the rice bin he didn't like. Flora had a pretty good idea what it was. The cook was lucky to have Sophia. She'd kept his kitchen rat-free. The cat went on, threw Sophia down here like a moldy, sea-soaked bag of corn, said I had to make myself useful. Apparently, there's a rat problem on this ship that can only be solved by making a cat miserable. It's true, Flora peered into a dark corner. This ship needs a rat hunter like you. A scrabble of claws came from the dark. Sophia crouched and stared in the direction of the sound. Well, she said, off Sophia goes, then to do her job. Wait, stay and talk to me for a little while first. Flora strained against her chain. You wouldn't believe how lonely it's been. Not lonely enough for some of us, Sophia muttered. Gotta go. You're gonna do great, you know. You have the perfect skills and weapons. Sophia shuddered. Yeah, perfect. But I thought you said, I like mice. Sophia flinched and hissed as a rat popped into a view for a moment. Mice practically roll over when you pounce on them. But you told me, I might have exaggerated. Actually, Sophia grew in a house with a carpet and sun-warmed cushion next to the window. Sophia hates rats. A loud grinding sound like teeth on wood started up close by by. Sophia made a noise that seemed to come from deep in her throat. It sounded angry and afraid at the same time. You'll get the hang of it, Flora said. She wished she could help somehow. Oh, I'm sure I will, Sophia sighed. I'm a cat, aren't I? I'm not... I'm not some creature with pebbles instead of paws and teeth as dull as spoons. Flora ignored the insult. Well, whenever you need a break from hunting, I'll keep you company. The cat sniffed. Too bad I have to go back at work at all. 
Unlike someone else, she looked straight at Flora. Who gets her food for free? I've been working, Flora said. If the cat stuck around, she'd show her just how strong her pulling muscles were getting, and I would be happy to work more. I'm willing to do practically anything. Sophia sat back. She no longer seemed eager to grow, go on the prowl. The tickle of a plan crept into Flora's brain. She sat on her haunches, too. Look, I can do even better than keep you company. I hate rats as much as you, maybe even more. I bet together... Flora's voice trailed off. She was afraid of sounding ridiculous. The cat's tail swished. What are you saying? Flora sat up. Tall. Pigs are not known for their rat hunting skills, but no one's ever tried to teach us. I can learn anything, and I would very much like to prove that a pig can be good at important work. Sophia, since you're, you are the rat hunting sheriff on this ship, I would be proud to be your deputy. Cats don't work with others, Sophia said. Then she looked up at Flora. On the other hand, it's not as though the rat problem on the ship is going to solve itself. I want to be useful, said Flora. Aren't you forgetting something? You're locked up. Not a problem, Flora stretched out her neck. Your teeth look just right for cutting through leather. It took a while and more grumbling, but before too long, Flora's chain clanked to the dark floor. The collar chewed in two. Chapter 17 Taking rat catching lessons from someone with a different set of equipment was a challenge for Flora. I don't get it, she said. Deputy and sheriff were in a space behind a stack of boxes that had become their training ground. Can you explain it again? Crouch, pants, dig in your claws, and then at the end, bite the neck to finish it off. It's called the death bite, and anyone will, with a killer instinct knows how to do it. All business, Sophia demonstrated each step with great energy, and when he got to the death bite part, she attacked a coil of rope. Like that couldn't be simpler. Um, Flora didn't want Sophia to think she didn't have the killer instinct. What will you do while I'm crouching and pouncing and doing the death bites? Sophia will be watching your technique and encouraging you. I think the part about digging in the claws is getting me mixed up. Flora stared at her hooves. Trust Sophia, said the cat, locking eyes with Flora. Now get out there and make me proud. Flora crept around the corner and crouched. Two rats were chewing on the corner of a box. She gathered herself for the pounce. The wide-up body, one turned and saw her. He bared his teeth. Now, whispered Sophia from behind Flora. Flora tensed her muscles and leaped. What happened next was the most embarrassing moment of her life. Her hooves, which might have leaped just fine on dirt or a manure pile, slipped out from under her on the wooden boards. She fell flat on her belly, which knocked the air out of her. As she lay gasping, she thought she might have heard laughter as the rats padded away. Sophia switched her tail. At least the crouch was good. Flora got to her feet.
Twice more she crept out to meet her enemy and twice more suffered the same result. The only difference was that each time she pounced with less enthusiasm so as to save her poor belly, she dragged herself back to the sheriff. Not bad, said Sophia. You're starting to get it now. Flora moaned and a stream of light flashed down into the dark hold. The rats scurried for the shadows and Sophia froze. Who is that? she asked. Just Amos the cook. Breakfast time. Come on, Dora dashed back to her bowl. She threw herself on her chains to disguise that she was no longer bound by them. Sophia curled in behind her. How's my little hand done doing, eh? Amos dumped out a particularly large helping of leftovers. I got a big feast for you today. You're still skinny. Get big and fat, okay? The cook turned and looked around. He tried to see into the dark corners. Where is that lazy cat? Flora felt Sophia curl in closer. Amos still has rats in his kitchen, he boomed, then peered around a few more boxes before heading up the stairs. Anything in that bowl for a lazy cat, whispered Sophia. Pig food smells pretty good right now. Well, don't just sniff it or smells will be all you get, said Flora, plunging her snout into the slops. She managed to bolt down the first bite and get a second one into her mouth while Sophia was still only daintily sniffing. Snap, click. Sophia crunched. She peered. Flora grabbed another bite. Suddenly, a wave of brown and gray flowed over the deck boards. Sophia jumped three feet in the air. Run for your life, she screeched. Flora backed up, chewing and waiting for the tug of chain. When it didn't come, she remembered she was free. Sophia, wait for me, she called and trotted away from the hideous sloshing and slurping. Sophia's hair stood straight out all over her body. Is that what happens every time? Every day, Flora answered. I've gotten used to it. I had no idea there were so many rats in this whole world. Flora slumped to the floor. It didn't seem very likely either of them would be getting a full meal anytime soon. Sophia poked a claw into Flora's back. Training time is over, deputy. This is for real. Ouch, said Flora. What's the plan? Sophia leaned close to Flora's ear. Fight for what belongs to you. Forget about technique. Just pound the stuffing out of the next naked tail. Beady-eyed bully who tries to take away your food.